When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. What's up, what's up? It's Faraz, it's Zach. We're going to go into our week 11 wide receiver rankings, tight end rankings. Uh, Zach, how's it going, man? I'm not doing so great, but how you doing? Uh, I'm doing good, you know. Uh, it was a busy morning, but, you know, every morning in the week is busy. I don't know. Um, you said that you were pretty busy last night. <laughs> I was busy last night. <laughs> wife and, uh, my wife and I went out last night, and, um, you know, w- we don't go out too often without the kids. You know, we have, we you know, we got some babysitting. We went out, had some dinner, some drinks, and uh, we got a little carried away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm not feeling 100% this morning. But uh, I'm gonna power through, Zach. I'm gonna power. The through. show must go on. Together, the show must <laughs> go on, and uh, I think we got this. Yeah, it's a weird week, a really weird week for tight ends and receivers. It is a lot of injuries, a lot of uh, you know players on bye as well. Four teams on bye, so uh, these rankings do look funny. I thought it was yeah. me and just my condition that you know <laughs> why these rankings were looking so weird, and then Zach went over it and he was like, "No, these look." Relatively okay. Um, relatively. But anyway, relatively, <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get into last night's game, dude. I got a chance to, to catch it. Christian Watson showing out, dude. Like, yeah. he's now caught five touchdowns in five days. And they're running him. They're they're running plays for him in the, in the red zone. Aaron Rodgers is trusting him, right? As you saw in that first touchdown of the game where, you know, Watson just bodied his defender, right? It wasn't all about the speed on that one. Yep. Uh and he finished with six targets, caught four of 48, and those two touchdowns. But Alan Lazard is the one who had the most targets in this game with 11 for a uh, 30% target share and went five for 57 uh, on those 11 targets. So it seems to me like both of these guys are going to be pretty viable moving forward. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's going to be very hard for me to not to rank Christian Watson as a top 24 did i have him ranked the top 24 this week i think i did i think you did i think you had him at 20 was it 20 even or 21 what i had 22 22. 22. yeah so i had him at top 24 this week but you know moving forward like it's gonna be hard for me not to rank him as a top 20 you know top 24 wide receiver right yeah i think he's gonna keep you know just kind of falling in that range um you know you look at alan's art he got a lot of targets but he only caught five and 57 yards. Christian Watson's obviously a much better talent. I'd bet on him, you know, as the receiver with the upside in this offense. Um, Christian Watson's a guy that I would be having higher in the rankings than even Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard got a bunch of targets, but I, I don't think that he has, you know, the talent, obviously, of Christian Watson. So I think that Christian Watson has kind of separated himself head and shoulders above the rest of the receivers in that offense in terms of, you know, what he can do with the ball in his hands. Whether he gets the volume, you know, it remains to be seen. It's been two weeks. He's gotten some good volume these past few weeks. Um, but Alan Lazard is still going to be a problem for him. and t- It's going to prevent him from getting that high target share week to week. But as long as he's getting, like you said, like, like he got last night and the week before, six targets, seven targets a game, 
you know, he should be a threat to score at least once or twice, just the way that. Yeah, he and I, I do think that you know he did show the forty percent target share upside last week on Sunday. Yeah. So I think it is possible that he can you know have other games where he's leading the lead, leading the team in targets. Uh, yeah. So it's not just you know it's not just this week where like all right, well he had a low target share. Will it bounce back? That's the question. We only have a two game sample size within a matter of five days of each other. Uh, so we'll see what ends up happening. But for now, man, like if you picked up Christian Watson on the wave wire this week, uh, you're pretty happy, assuming yeah. that you did start him. Immediate returns from Christian Watson, which is exactly oh. what you love to see. Exactly, exactly. Um, a lot of people have been asking me this morning, like whether we should be selling Christian Watson after these two performances. Um, yeah. I'm not overly looking to sell him or anything. If you do trade him, like you better get something really good. Like yeah. I, I need high end options if I'm trading Christian Watson because he has league he has league winner written all over him. Yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, he's jumped. You know, in terms of his fantasy value at this point, he's jumped into top twenty four type value. You know, wide receiver two. I think that's where he could be um, yeah. as long as he's healthy. But, but the game, and like I, I wouldn't even trade him for like another top twenty four guy. Like yeah, no, no, because the upside is wide receiver one, right? Like yeah. his upside is top twelve and. You know, you look at guys play. in that wide receiver yeah. two range, like a Debo Samuel, you know, something like that. Um, I forget who else would, would fall I, I into that even, range. I wouldn't even trade him for like a DK Metcalf or a Tyler Lockett. You wouldn't take them over Christian Watson right now, the way he's playing. You know, obviously, it's only been two weeks. Um, it's funny that we're talking about him already this highly. But, you know, he's emerged in this offense as, you know, the wide receiver one that Aaron Rodgers needs. And he's been viable, you know, for two weeks in a row now. It looks like he's going to be a big part of the offense and a cog in this offense the rest of the way. I agree, man. Um, so yeah. And Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's looking like somebody you can start as well moving yeah. forward. He was not somebody that I was looking to start at all, you know, but these two weeks he's got done and he has a couple weapons now and Lazard and Watson and even Randall Cobb ended up getting some targets. So it, it's looking like, you know, uh, Rodgers is going to be a lot more viable as well. Yeah. That was a good um, call on your part. I know you had him. You said we had him ranked as a QB 10 this week. Um, and you, you actually mentioned him as the low-end QB1. I know we put a post on that yesterday. Yeah. So that, that was a good call. I mean, this Titans defense is tough, and he showed up anyway. So Aaron Rodgers, he might have some value for you the rest of the season. Uh, I, th- I think so. I think so. Um, Ryan Tannehill had a 300-yard passing game out of nowhere. This yeah. offense is so weird. <laughs> yep. Um, but uh, Traylon well, Burks, man, seven yeah. of eight targets. Uh, caught seven of eight targets for 111 yards. Uh, he was on our waiver wire list last week. And I asked you guys politely in yesterday's podcast to pick him up if he was available in your league before the game. And now he's still available in over 60% of sleeper leagues. And he's going to cost quite a bit of fab, uh, you know, on Tuesday. So he's going to be a pretty hot wa- hot waiver ad this week. Um, 30% target share for him. You know, very, very solid. And this is great for his dynasty outlook as well. Yeah. I mean, you look at Traylon Burks, if you saw his first catch of the night, I think it was on the third play from scrimmage, was it? Maybe maybe I'm wrong, second play. Mm-hmm. But a massive 45-yard gain. Is that what it was? Or 40, was it 53-yard game? 43, something like that. Over 40-yard completion, you know, first thing right off the bat. And he looked good the rest of the night. He got plenty of targets, both, you know, short and deep. Um, uh, he looks really good. This is what we kind of figured would be the case, you know, with these receivers in Tennessee that he has the highest upside of any of them. Robert Woods got some looks, but he was pretty much just solid for the night. I'm not expecting that type of production to continue with any guys besides Traylon Burks. Um, if Traylon Burks caught a touchdown last night, we'd be having a really big conversation about him. Um, obviously no touchdown resulted, but Traylon Burks, he looks like he's going to be able to be a fancy contributor down the stretch. Um, 
you know, we thought that no Titans receivers would be relevant. But like you said, this is a weird offense. Ryan Tannehill suddenly throwing for 300 yards. Derrick Henry was throwing passes last night. It's just who knows what's going on with this Titans offense. This is whatever's working at a given time. Uh, this week, it just happened to be the receivers. And Traylon Burks, if he can, you know, kind of just use his performance as a springboard to move this offense more in the direction of the passing game, that would be good news for him. I think they could do that um, now that they see, you know, maybe you can throw to your receivers after all. <laughs> look at these top look at these top uh look at these top receivers coming out of this draft right yep Traylon burks he looks like he's good garrett wilson looks like he's pretty good chris yep. olave looks like he's pretty good drake london looks like he's really good uh who am i missing christian watson christian watson <laughs> looking he looks like good. he's pretty good yeah um I forget. I and uh, I like Jameis Williams, you know, we'll see what yep. happens with him. That's what we're you know, he's, he'll, he'll be back at the end of the year. Uh, but, you know, I'm assuming he's going to be pretty damn good, too. Yeah. He, he's going to add, it's, it's going to be tough to evaluate him because, of, he, you know, he'll be, he, he will be on the Lions, but um, he's going to add a nice new dimension in that offense. They don't have a whole lot of speed at receiver outside of Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. Um, remember, we were talking about Nicole Hardman's uh, illness to his abdomen yesterday? <laughs> Yeah. Well, he was placed on IR because of it. Um, he's going to miss the next four games. And hmm. it's looking like that would be good news for Kadarius Tony to get some more opportunity going forward. Yeah, it could be. Uh, I think that Kadarius Tony, you know, we talked about him. Even with McCall Hartman being part of the offense, I was kind of, you know, pegging Kadarius Tony, the guy that's going to get more work and be a large part of this offense moving forward, just because I think he might be the most talented receiver right there in that offense right now, outside of Travis Kelsey, of course. Um, and like I said, he reminds me of Tyreek Hill, the way he plays, the twitch that he has. I think that he could take over that role kind of and kind of bring Patrick Mahomes back to those Tyreek Hill days and have some huge games. You know, he was one of my high priority targets on the waiver wire. I know we talked about it um, on our waiver wire episode. I actually said the top three receivers were my priority, even over the running backs um, that were available, Isaiah Pacheco, those guys. So I have high hopes for Kadarius Tony. I think that he's going to come through for you, especially, you know, maybe even in a Christian Watson-esque way in terms of being a league winner. Um, I, I didn't think that he was going to make his way off New York's uh, roster this season, but he did. He landed in a good spot. And with Patrick Mahomes throwing him the ball, anything's possible. You know, he, he's going to be just fine. Um, Juju's might be a little bit banged up too, so that could help yeah. uh, his Yeah, he's still in the well. concussion protocol, and he hasn't practiced yet. Um, so that's that's not great. Uh, it doesn't look like he's gonna play. Um, no. did he even did you even get a limited practice in on Friday? Oh, I mean, I'm sorry, on Thursday. I... Uh, no, he's yet to practice this week, so yeah, no, it looks like he's not gonna play this week. So, yeah, he, he would need a limited and a full in order to be able to play. Uh, that's how the concussion protocols have been working. So, uh, Juju's likely gonna be out. So, if you have Juju, most likely you're not gonna be able to play him this week. I would find another option. Uh, and, and because Kadarius of that, Tony. yeah, exactly, exactly. Kadarius Tony is is a damn good play this week. I have him. I think I have him as a top twenty four option as well this yeah. week. Um, and, and the re one of the reasons why I like McCole Hardman, like if McCole Hardman's out, and I agree with you, I think Kadarius Tony would have got his regardless of McCole mm -hmm. Hardman and might have like left to the top of this depth chart without, you know regardless yeah but what i do like about it is if you notice what andy reed does is like he has like packages for certain players you know what i'm That's saying true. and like mm -hmm. regardless like around the red zone like he'll have packages for like clad and Hilaire, right or like he'll have packages <laughs> for Nicole Hartman. <laughs> yeah no he, he had no packages for him <laughs> no nope. uh, no that's it um yeah and like you know Nicole hartman near the near the red zone right like on those type of plays now 
those packages are going to go towards goes to Nicole Hart. I'm sorry, go to Kadarius Tony in addition to whatever they had planned for Kadarius Tony, like in these few games, right? right. So that, that that's 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 why I think that it's good news for him, uh, just because like those money, like like what you call money touches, like I can see that him getting more money touches, you know, without Michael Hartman there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen both practiced, uh, limited practices. It seems like they might play. Yeah. Like that's what be, it seems like to me. That would be pretty cool. I mean, you know, we can, you can get your hopes up a little bit. I maybe. saw somebody tweet. <laughs> I think it was one of the Chargers beat reporters tweeted that like Mike Williams and Keenan Allen have only been on the field together for like, like 7% of their total plays or something like that. Something like super small. I would have guessed uh, like less, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know, right? it, it does seem like it would be less. Um, but but yeah, like both these guys could potentially play this week. I am I'm proceeding with caution with mm-hmm. these guys, especially Keenan Allen. Um yeah. given that you know it's a soft tissue injury. What was Mike Williams' injury? That was a high ankle it was sprain. An, right? It was a high ankle sprain, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised he's back this this soon, to be honest. Am I am I right wrong? How many weeks like has he been? missed? Let me see. He missed the bye in week eight. Been four? He missed four the bye in week eight. Then he missed nine, ten. Oh. That's a three week recovery. I mean, if he's that practicing seems pretty fast, that's like a minor high ankle sprain. Is that is there such a thing? <laughs> you know, that is so fast. he was uh, so he, he it happened in week seven, right? So week eight, nine, ten, eleven. I'll be four weeks to come back. I, I, you know, they say four to six weeks for a high ankle sprain. So yeah. this would be week number four. So I guess it's in the early window, right? Of that. So I guess, I guess that's not bad. And plus, they did avoid putting him on IR, short term IR, right? Like they could have done mm-hmm. that. And they didn't, right? Like That's I don't true. think they put him on IR. So no, they I think they even from the beginning they thought that this it's possible that he would be back, you know, within four weeks. So I guess I guess that makes sense. And, and he doesn't have to miss that fourth game because I think if you put him on if you put your player on IR, it's not four weeks; it's four games, and they had to buy in between. Yeah. So that that makes sense. So Mike Williams, I would be like, let's say both these guys play. I think I would be, I would prefer to play Mike Williams. Yeah, but, I think it would have to be that way. Mike Williams is like he's a little bit of a tough matchup on that left side. Like, you know, it's it's fine because like he he can come through, especially without Keenan Allen. I'm not worried about it. Um, but where would you have him? Like, and we'll talk about. It. I think I have him here in this top thirty. So yeah, we'll talk about it later. But like, you know, it's a little bit iffy for me with both these guys, especially Keenan Allen. If I have another option, I might choose to sit Keenan Allen this week, despite this being much, such a good matchup. Yeah. Of course, these two are also playing Sunday night, so you're going to be short on options if you wait, and then they get ruled out. Um, so that is kind of making me, you know, as much as I want to see them both on the field again and playing with Justin Herbert, you know, against the Chiefs, that would be awesome. You know, you know they tend to be high-scoring games. I, as, you know, not as a fantasy manager, but just the, well, maybe a fantasy manager, yeah, I might want to see them sit and just get healthy, mm-hmm. make sure they're 100% right so that they can come back for the rest of the season and look good. If it came down to it, if they play, I think I'd be tempering expectations. I, I think I would start them, you know, if obviously if they play. Um, you're probably going to have to. What would you um, start them as? I, I wouldn't start them as wide receiver one. I wouldn't expect wide receiver one numbers from either of them. I, I think I mid, wide receiver three? mid to low end wide receiver two would be maybe really? the ceiling for them. Uh, I, I, okay. Low end wide receiver I would play two, them as a wide receiver three, I think. All right. I would say. Because like yeah. I, that's how much caution that I'm I have, like okay, so let's just pull this up real quick. I have the rankings up here, um, so you know I have them uh, at twenty seven and twenty eight. So mm-hmm. that's high end wide receiver three, 
you yeah. know, something like, yeah, that's higher wide receiver three. So the guys I'm, I'm playing DJ Moore. Like, are you playing DJ Moore ahead of him? I, I don't think no, you are. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> I, I would, I, I think I would start Mike Williams and Keenan Allen over Darnell Mooney. Although I would move. I love Mooney's matchup. Gabe Davis, you know, yeah. they're playing in Detroit I now, wonder, by the way, guys. Yeah, that's, oh my God, what a blessing that is, man. Yeah. I, I got Amari Cooper the Bills, and Gabe Davis. Yeah. Stephon Diggs, like you're happy, man. Like you're yeah. happy that this game got moved to Detroit. Because, yeah, it's now just a standard fantasy matchup. You don't have to worry about any weather. But, What's going to happen that was with great. Amari Cooper? Is Amari that's Cooper what, that's gonna... what we talked about. <laughs> it's not a home game. It's not an away game. It's it's a neutral site. What's he going to do? Is he going to put up zero? Is he going to put up 100? What's He's going to bomb. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think he's so a better good. chance. He's a better chance of performing, you know, in Detroit than he does in six feet of snow. So. <laughs> I agree. I agree. All right. Uh, and we'll get into the rankings. We'll talk more yeah. about Keenan Allen in a second. Um, okay. So I'm just going down like this news to see if there's anything else to talk about. Uh, Devontae Smith continues to be limited with that knee injury, but it seems like he's going to play. Um what else? Adrian Brown's also limited, but he it seems like he's going to play. Um, I'm just scrolling through. Sorry, I guys. Heard. Besides the game getting moved, and we just mentioned that. Yeah, the game's so. getting moved to Detroit, so you, uh, so you know that. Nico Collins is practicing in full. DeAndre Swift is practicing in full. What does that mean? What does <laughs> that mean? If DeAndre Swift is practicing in full, what does it mean? I don't know. I don't know he what should, that means. He better get more touches this week. Like I said, I'm hitting the panic button on DeAndre Swift. After this week, Just if like, he gets six touches again, <laughs> someone to keep an eye on. Isaiah McKenzie is uh, is um, battling an illness, and um, if he doesn't play, you know, if you're if you're desperate at wide receiver, you know, you might want to, you know, be desperate with Kadosh Shakir. Yeah, um, that didn't sound right, but you, you know what I mean. Um, he, he, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he get like the first catch of the game last week? I mean, he was on the field. I, I forget. I'm not exactly sure if that's oh, how Kadosh Shakir. Yeah, Khalil Shakir. I don't but know. I, I I didn't catch that. I remember seeing that immediately. Like, okay, who's Josh thrown? Who's Josh Allen thrown to immediately? I think it was Khalil Shakir. So it's like, okay, that's interesting. And then okay. and then he he proceeded to play like eleven snaps after that. Yeah. No. Uh, I think <laughs> they they have some all these wide receivers. You just can't have that many wide receivers on the field at the same time. I think Khalil Shakir Shakir could play on a lot of other teams. You know, be starting. So Jerry Judy's still not practicing. That that so he's probably not going to play. Cortland yeah. Sutton. You know, they have a bunch of wide receiver injuries, to be honest. So, Cortland Sutton is looking like he's going to be a decent play this week. A wide receiver to play this week. Yeah. Um, Matthew Stafford. What's that? That would maybe be his ceiling. It's a wasteland in Denver. I would, I'm would. i going to disagree with you. I'm going to say Cortland Sutton has a wide receiver one ceiling this week. All right. Just because disagree. you said that, make me look he, bad. He's going to go off. If he... <laughs> that's, right, that's what I do. He's going to... Okay. Is, yeah. Uh, you know my, what? For us, my... speak it into existence. I have him on my team. Here, oh, do you? Okay. Perfect. There you go. Cortland Sutton. Six for 77 and a touchdown. That's your prediction? Boom. Right. That Boom. would be cool. I would like that very much. Although, he's last team, week... I'm hoping did you for see... it. Did you see the blurb that came up for his stat line last week? I think Fantasy no, I Pros put out put up a devilish yeah. stat line as six for sixty six. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that was his stat line. That's funny. Yeah, um, that's terrible. That's bad luck for this week. Yeah, uh, Mark, the Mark Andrews situation is weird to me. Um, he's not practicing in the media portion, so it's like mm-hmm. they don't want the media to see him practice. But over the last two days, that ha- that that's happened. So the media don't doesn't see him there. But then when the media leaves, he comes out and he practices and they're labeling labeling him in a limited fashion. They asked him yesterday, hey, are you going to play? And he's like, I really want to play, but you never know. 
So there's a good chance that he doesn't play this week. Yeah. And, and that- if you have Isaiah Likely, I'll pick him up. If you don't have him, I'll pick him up and I'll play him if Mark Andrews doesn't play. But it doesn't seem too optimistic to me. No. I think I don't think that Mark Andrews would play. If that's if like the mis- mysteriousness around him has been super, the super way mysterious. It's been, you know, these few, last few weeks. You think, you know, if you're planning to play him, you want, you know, the media to know. I, I'm not sure. Maybe they just don't want people to know what their game plan is. They don't want anybody game planning for Mark Andrews. But in terms of fantasy impact, I think if Mark Andrews doesn't play, I'm just replacing Mark Andrews with Isaiah Likely in the rankings. Like he's going to be the exact. It's the exact same thing for me. Even though Isaiah Likely, he only had one catch, you know, last week. It was a touchdown. Yeah. Um, I wasn't phased by that. He's a tight end. It was a cut. tough matchup, too. Yeah. He's, he's going to be just fine. I would put, if, if Mark Andrews doesn't play, Isaiah Likely is going to slide right in where Mark Andrews is in any rankings. That I would Are you playing him over TJ Hawkinson? Yes. Okay. So it's Travis yeah. Kelsey and then Isaiah Likely for you. Got yes. it. Okay. That's what it would be. Cool. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 